Hello and welcome to The Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross and today I want to talk to you about a topic that is coming up amongst my clients. And so whenever that happens, I know I've got to bring an episode to The Inner Work Conversation. What is impatience and why is it hurting your business and why is it hurting you? Let's get in. First thing I wanted to do before I give you my two penneth worth on this topic is I wanted to Google what impatience is. So here's what Google says. The tendency to be impatient, irritability or restlessness. So obviously that's not good enough. We're going to need to Google what is impatient. What is the meaning of impatient? So the meaning of impatient is having or showing a tendency to be quickly irritated or provoked. And underneath that, it says intolerant of. And underneath that, it says relentlessly eager. (laughs) I love that. Eager and keen are my favorite states of being. So, um, (laughs) this is a complete side note. I love the word keen. When anyone says to me, I'm like, I'm really keen. I'm like, me too. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, my definition. So here's the thing. My job, I believe, at the beginning of my client's journey is a translator. I'm there to translate. I'm there to be a translator of their issues, their challenges, the adversity that they face inside of themselves. And I'm there to listen to them and the in-between the lines of what they're giving me and translate it into what they want ultimately. Like, let me hear you and let me understand what it is that you want so that we can work through your challenges. And no, 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 no. Work through how you respond to your challenges. That's better. And then create what you want, you know? And what I often hear is impatience. And I hear it across my client base and it comes out in different ways. And I've written down my own definition for impatience because it's not really, I don't really agree with how Google says it is. Here's mine. My definition of impatience is the inability to sit with the discomfort of it, in inverted commas, not going your way or actualizing yet. Let me read that again. My definition of impatience is the inability to sit with the discomfort of it not going your way or actualizing yet. The feeling of wanting control and what it can lead to is it can result in anger, frustration, judgment, self-judgment or judgment in general, sadness, apathy. Yeah. Apathy, like fuck it. I'm going to go through all this anyway. And so that's, that's how I would determine it. So firstly, before we carry on the episode, I want you to just pause there and just have a think to yourself. How does that apply to, to you? How does that definition apply to you? Can you see yourself in it? So if I read it out again, just with now, I'll read it slower, but I want you now to think, hmm, how does this apply to me? The inability to sit with the discomfort of it not going your way or not, or it not actualizing yet, as in as quickly as you'd liked it to have. The feeling of wanting control and it results in anger, frustration, apathy, judgment, sadness. Pause a minute. How does that apply to you? How does that apply to you? Does it apply to you? Can you relate to that? Can you feel those feelings inside of yourself? Because one of the one of the things that I like to create with my clients is a skill of slowing the fuck down. And that's not slowing down in business. Like my 
the clients that I work with are typically quite quick paced business people, as in they don't really hang around in actioning things and pursuing things and going after things through their actions. But I don't mean slow down in that way. I mean, slow down in, in here, like inside. So what we do is we create space between what they're feeling, why they're feeling what they're feeling, what they're making that mean, and then where they're taking action from. Now, before I get into this in more detail, there are some episodes I want to signpost you to simply because when I talk about impatience, I think that sometimes impatience is justified in that. And what I mean by that is in that sometimes things are happening slower than we'd like. Sometimes things aren't going at the pace that we want them to go. Sometimes things aren't actualizing in the time frame that we would like them to actualize in. And so sometimes in those times, you need some words of loving but fucking harsh wisdom in your ear holes. And that is what I hope to provide in the episodes that are about to follow. I'm going to link them in the show notes, but there's three that I would absolutely point you to. Here they are. Episode 128, which is called What to Do When Business is Slow. So that's the first one that I would point you to. The second one is episode 142. And it's what What if it took less time, but more dot, dot, dot. Um, that's a really good one. Um, I think that in that episode, I talk about really fine tuning your inner bullshit radar. Um, and it talks a little bit about, you know, I would do that, but I just need more time and then I'll do it. Like it's, it's about when we're saying that things need more time and we're getting impatient that way, actually, what, what is it that you really need? usually a little bit more self-honesty. That's episode 142. And then episode 152, before I carry on with the episode, this episode is episode 152, when results aren't happening quickly enough. Um, so if you want me to go into even more detail on all of what I'm about to tell you in this episode, those are the three ones that I'd point you to. So what have I just said? I've just said it's about slowing down internally. When we're feeling that impatience, by the way, all of the things that I've said aren't bad feelings. They're not negative. They're not bad. I think this whole, or oh, like I feel really negative, really shits me up when I hear people say that. Like, I'm feeling really negative at the moment. How can I escape it? I'm like, no, they're not negative and bad. They're signs. It's information. When you're feeling frustration, when you're feeling anger, when you're feeling bitterness, when you're feeling sadness, when you're feeling apathy, when you're feeling judgment, when you're feeling it, whatever it is that you're feeling, it's just information. But you've been conditioned to believe that that's something that, no, 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 this is bad. We must make it better. And we start distracting ourselves from the way that we feel instead of actually sitting with how we feel. And the unfortunate thing is in business, that's hurtful because when you take action from that place, you'll see yourself overworking or distracting yourself through substances and things like that um, in or, or, or social media or whatever in order to escape how you feel. And what I'm saying is no, no, like give yourself the skills if you can to sit with that discomfort, welcome it in, have a cup of tea with it. Like, hello, anger you're not really welcome here, but you're here. So let's have a little look at you. What am I feeling? What am I feeling? 
What's and when my clients explain to me, like they'll voice note me and they'll be like, Nick, I just feel so fucked off. And they'll give me a full spiel on what's going on and why, like why it's happened. And they'll give me all of the ins and outs. And I'm and then they'll say, Oh, I'm really sorry. Like I'm really verbally vomiting. And I'm like, this is perfect. Please continually verbally vomit at me because it gives me exactly what I need. And what I can pull from that is what like I'm the objective outsider who's just who just so happens to be to have your back and to be trained to listen <laughs> and help and coach you through it, right? So when I hear your verbal vomit of everything that's fucking happened and how you feel about it, and blah, my job is to help you deconstruct that in a way that is loving, number one, and in a way that is truthful and honest, number two. So when we do that, I'm like, hey, do you hear how you've just explained everything? And the reason that you're saying you feel frustrated or angry or upset or whatever is because of that person knew that knew that you needed them today, for example. Let's say you had a big event on and this person knew it and they were meant to support you and they never, right? And you might say to me, oh, but you know, I, I just don't know what the fuck I can do to make this person care more? Like, why Why don't they care more about me? I'm just never going to be good enough for them. I'm just this. It's just that. And I'm like, yeah, if, you, if we can slow down, we can see what's really happened and we can see what your, maybe your old stories, maybe justified, right? Maybe your old stories make it mean, maybe your wounds make it mean. And that's not the truth. Sit with that. Like, that's not the truth. The truth isn't that they did that because you'll never be good enough for them. The truth isn't that that thing happened because you didn't try hard enough or whatever. Like when you connect the unwanted emotion to a story, what you're essentially doing is you're telling yourself a lie. And when we don't slow down enough to deconstruct that and look past it and sit with the emotion, like do not bypass the emotion, allow the emotion in have a cup of tea with it, sit with it, breathe through it, cuddle yourself through it, whatever you fucking need, walk with it, whatever, right? But when we allow ourselves the slowness inside to see that story objectively, we can then see, ah, right, okay, I may have communicated my expectations and my needs to that person, and they may not have lived up to that expectation, but I'm I'm just about to make it mean that that's because they don't love me or that's because I'm not good enough, and actually, that might not be true at all. What else could be true here? Why else might that be? And that's what I meant before when I said, you know, when we slow down enough, we can see what we make it mean. We can see where we're judging the situation. And usually, by the way, what will happen is our wounds, our insecurities, are things that aren't yet healed and may well never be, will play out left unchecked. They'll play out through that story. So let's say give you another example. Let's say you've got a story that lives inside of you that says, well, it always works out for them, but it doesn't work out for me. Let's say that's it. Cause this is, this is again, talking about my clients. This is one that one of my clients is growing through at the moment. So I know this one really well because I'm close to them. You know, this, this, um, business relationship is really intimate. And so, you know, you've got this story that says it always works out for them. It never works out for me. Well, that's all very well and good for them, but that'll never work for me. Let's say that that's an underlying story left unchecked. When you don't, going back to impatience, 
when things aren't going quickly enough for you, when you're not seeing the results that you want expected to through the actions that you took, what might happen is you might get frustrated, you might get angry, and the story will come back out. Well, there it is again. There's evidence of it, isn't it? You know, it's not happening because there you go. It always works out for them. It doesn't work out for me. Do you see? Whereas what it could actually mean is, you know, like if you keep taking, can we check the action that you're taking? Do do we like just out of a hypothesis, do we think, do we think that if you continue taking action like you are, that you are inevitably going to see results? Maybe there's things to be tweaked. Maybe there's skills to be developed, but really like doing what you're doing isn't going to lead to a negative outcome if you keep going, right? And here's what I said earlier, right? When we don't stop and check and like almost like analyze, like fact check, fact check our own stories that are playing out with the emotions, like holding hands with our emotions, we take action from that place, you know? So here, here's how it would go. Oh, well, you know, it's not working out for me. I'm not getting the results that I want to quickly enough, or I'm getting the opposite. You know, people aren't buying my thing or whatever it is quickly enough. It's not happening for me. Oh, there it is. There's the evidence of my story. I feel angry. I feel bitter. I feel sad. I feel frustrated because it always works out for them and it doesn't work out for me. Now, what can happen from that place? Think about it. What will probably happen if you take action from that place of impatience is you'll give up, is you'll stop, is you'll change tactic. Oh, that one, it ruins me the most like even more than people stopping and giving up because what I always see when people change tactic is they've hopped from one way of doing it to another way of doing it and the way of doing it originally would have worked if they'd have just fucking carried on. You know, that's what I meant earlier by my definition of of impatience, the inability to sit with the discomfort of it not going your way or it not actualizing yet and feeling like you want control over that and I can't have control over it because oh, there's other things going on that are outside my control. I know what I can control, the way I'm going about it, right? I'll switch that. And I'm like, oh no, because if you just stuck with the way you were doing it, you would have got to where you wanted to be. Sit, learn to make friends with impatience. Learn the skill of patience, not necessarily just patience with the outside results, but patience with yourself. I'm patient with myself when I'm not where I want to be. I'm patient with that version of me. I'm patient of the version of me that's frustrated and pissed off. I'm fr- I'm I'm patient with the version of me that's frustrated and angry and bitter. I'm patient with that because when I can be patient with myself there, I can start going, "Oh, okay, if I just continue to take some actions, continue to you know, self-support. How many times do I say in this podcast and to my clients, the bigger the goal as perceived in the mind, the bigger the self-support, the the more patient I can be, the more loving and accepting I can be with myself, the more I'm likely to achieve that external result that I'm after. Isn't that an eye-opener? You know, so again, if you take action from that place of impatience that leads to all of those negative feelings, negative and inverted commas, feelings, then it's likely that you're going to give up. It's likely that you're going to change tactic. It's likely that you're going to blame. It's likely that you're going to sit and bitch and moan about this thing not working for you when your energy could have better been invested in supporting yourself, in giving yourself evidence that actually the contrary might be true if you just continued, you know? 
it's it really, honestly, it's so costly, this one in business, because, well, for obvious reasons, <laughs> reasons that I don't have to go on about in this episode. I wanted to keep this one short. So on that note, let's let's wrap the episode up here. What do you do instead? I tell you what to do. When you're feeling impatience, when you're feeling impatience and think about how that feels in your body, you, the unique human that you are, when you're feeling impatience, think about what feelings come up. Is it restlessness? Is it frustration? Is it anger? Is it bitterness? What is it for you? What's it look like for you? What's it feel like for you? Think about that because they are your um, signs. That's like your data. Oh, I'm irritable. Why is that? What's the story going on? Oh, well, I'm irritable because that should, you know, I feel entitled. Like that should be happening quicker. Why isn't it? And a lot of us, what we do is we then go, what's wrong with me? Oh, I know why it's not happening. It's because I'm this or I'm that or a story that we've got about ourselves. And what I'm asking you to do is slow down in that place and check the story. Is it true? Is it genuinely now? Is it true? Let's be honest with ourselves. Is it true? Is there more truth to uncover? Is there more objective truth to uncover? And from that place, think about it. What what are you making it mean? And from that place of objectivity, what action would be the best action for you to take next? And that isn't always like outward action, you know, keep marching towards that goal. It may well be actually the best action I can take, I can see in this place is to give myself some self-support is to self-soothe before I march upwards in that mount- on that mountain. I'm not going to carry on if I'm feeling like a bag of shit. Let me set up a tent and make myself a nice warm drink and comfort myself and give myself the rejuvenation that I need to be able to carry on. Maybe that's what you need. Maybe you take action from that place. Maybe the action, next action that you need to take is some brave action. And by, by the way, brave action is also supporting yourself. <laughs> Actually, that's the most brave because it's in the face of a culture that tells us push and be strong and work harder. I've done an episode on that lately. You know, what we're saying is actually, here's what I need to be able to achieve the meaningful goal to me. And actually, the brave thing to do is pull back. The brave thing to do is to take yourself to another country and switch your phone off you know, one of my clients recently has done that. I've so in awe of that person knowing what they needed and giving that to themselves. That's fucking brave. That's brave. I'd rather see you do that and give yourself the self-support that you need as opposed to fucking pressing forward just because that's what culture tells you to do. That's what capitalism tells you to do, you know? So, but can you see that you can't take that meaningful action, whatever that is, from a place of what impatience will have you believe initially. I'm asking you to slow down and check that. That's what you should do, I believe. And again, I'm going to repeat it. If you've got the capacity to, and you want to come and do this work with me and be supported by me and learn by osmosis through your journey on a one-to-one basis, how to start creating this for yourself, I would love to open the door to you. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes. But for this episode, that's all I've got for you today. I hope that it served you. I hope you take it. I hope you use it. I hope you share it. Please, you know, think about it. The more people, by the way, if your name is Joe and you listen to this on a tractor um, when your parents are away because you need to mow their field, is that what they're called? Yeah, field. 
Hi. Hi. The more of you that get in touch with me and tell me where you're listening from, what you're doing, I'm so interested in that. Do you know that when I'm sitting here behind a microphone, there's not one part of me that could imagine that someone is listening to this podcast on a tractor? That blows my fucking mind. I'm so grateful to be on a tractor with you. So please get in touch. Let me know what you're taking away. Let me know where you are, what you're doing. Are you walking the dogs? Are you in the car? Are you picking up the kids? Are you on a tractor? I want to know that information. Anyway, as always, please never forget, I am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too. loved having you with me today. Now it's over to you. There are three things you can do straight away. Number one, have a think about what one thing stood out the most in this episode and how you can use it to create change in your life and business and message it to me. Just a simple act of writing it out and sending it to someone who gets it is usually enough to keep you accountable to take the next steps. Number two, think of one person who'd really benefit from hearing this episode today and send it to them. Tell them I said hi. And lastly, don't forget, if it's your time to take this work to the next level, pop me a message and ask about my services and we can see what would be the best fit for you. And as always, please never forget, I am always cheering you on and I hope that you are cheering you on too.